Gift of the Gab. I'm your host, Gabby O'Malley, once again. Um, we've got a great guest on today, Kelly Cartwright, uh, wanting to, again, try and be part of a series of speaking about women in construction. So, Kelly, over to you. What's your name? Where'd you come from? <laughs> <laughs> Still a black. Um, I'm Kelly and I am based in Norwich. So I own Core Recruiter. We're a specialist construction recruitment agency supplying sort of most of, you know, the, of the country now. Excellent. How long have you been doing it? So I've run my own business for eight years now, um, but I've been in the world of recruitment for 13. Oh, God, unlucky 13. Oh, gosh. So what did you use to recruit before you came into construction? Always been construction. Um, so I started off just as an admin and then sort of actually realised I really enjoyed the, the buzz and actually the sense of, you know, your fulfilment when you put someone into a job and you mm. find the, the client the candidate they've been searching for that sense of you know fulfilling is so so incredible like unless you're in recruitment you never really understand it um but you know when you work for a, a business and I thought mm, I could actually probably do this for myself and make my my own money um and then just yeah went out on my own really so that was sort of where it stemmed from but never thought about getting into construction I wish I could sort of say I had like this master plan of like, the check <laughs> as well with construction and everything like that but it wasn't like that at all I literally um yeah started my dream was to go into advertising and marketing oh um, so I qualified um I should have gone into that I had a job lined up but yeah went into recruitment just to get some pennies when I was 17 and have never left so surely your um your skill set in like advertising marketing as well obviously that that's kind of gone hand in hand with you having your own business so surely you must be your own marketing department and your own business development it. and everything <laughs> yeah they've got many hats that's for sure but I think you get the when it is your own business you are the best person to tell your story the best yeah. person to promote your business um and obviously you know I'm quite fortunate that I have got those skills I'm don't get me wrong advertising and marketing has changed over the last 14 15 years yeah um but I've got the fundamentals that I can then sort of put into place and know how to use photoshop and things like that so that does always help but yeah, just, yeah, sometimes you do need a little guidance. I do have some people I can reach out on in the industry, but I try and do as much as I can myself. Well, I think you're doing pretty well. I I, I said to you a minute ago, I see you everywhere. You are literally all <laughs> over my LinkedIn page. I think now you're making your way over our Instagram feed and, and stuff like that. And <laughs> I think it's great, but like, I'm I'm confident, but I think you're probably 10-10 on confidence. I'm probably a strong seven mm. so with you saying you're the best person to represent your business I don't see anyone else apart from you from your business I think it's just because you get sort of not forced I think that's the wrong word <laughs> but I, said you, I, I willingly participate in everything um but for me I think everyone thinks I'm very confident I have to be with what I do I run my own yeah. business it's a very male dominated industry but we've all got our own insecurities you know I get horrendous anxiety mm. when I do public speaking like I'm literally in the toilet like oh god feeling really ill no uh, yeah literally and everyone does joke my girls in the office they do joke and have said oh have you got your calms have you got your emodium like, <laughs> yeah it'd be like a brand ambassador for them honestly it's no joke honestly 
<laughs> endorsement deals incoming yeah. pending pending yeah, exactly I'm not really sure I want to add that to my uh, CV of, oh yeah I'm a brand ambassador for Imodium <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that is my that is my that is my thing that I'm like oh god it sends me really into panic mode yeah start to question yourself I did a mm-hmm. talk the other day with a lady who I'm absolutely in awe of and I was like I'm sat next to her like holy shit and girl and yeah you just I was like I don't I said to my other half I was like I don't belong in this room like she's just like next level no but, way. yeah you do but that's the thing everyone sort of sees the persona of me and think oh well she don't get nervous she don't have you know insecurities and whatnot and but I do really bad and I get a really bad chest rash so it looks like someone's chucked hot tea on my chest <sighs> Oh so it's really gosh. picky as well, especially when you're like, you know, it's not too bad if I'm wearing something like this. But when you're like wearing a dress to an awards evening and I've got this massive rash and you've got all your hair and makeup done beautiful. And yeah. Like, but you're just trying to like calm yourself down, compose yourself, trying to pull the rash down to make it less visible. It's horrible. Do you, do you find in what you do, um, like the people that surround you, the people that you meet, do you find that there's a lot of females that embrace you and actually try to... I suppose like part with guidance as well because I can imagine the 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 lady that you're in awe of she's probably been where you've been and felt how you felt right so you would assume that she's overcome that is there sort of like support from those kind of people back to you yeah and I think if you own your shit like Mm. people really respect that so a lot of people you know the girls my team they know what I get like in certain situations and they there was a picture that I'd sent them. I was at some awards in London. And it, I said, oh, look, my mate's back pulling a stupid face. And this rash was up on my chest. And they were banging on for weeks. They were like, you need to post it. I was like, I'm not fucking posting that. Like, no way. They were like, you need to post it. Like, I think it's really aspirational. People just think of you as, like, almost a bit not human because of what I do. Like, you walk on a building site. You're surrounded by men. You listen to yeah. that environment on a daily. And that doesn't phase you. Um, that you should really put that on and someone might, you know, res- you know, think, oh, actually, I get a bit like that and just own it. And I was, I'm in an R and about it for ages and my husband, he's like my massive supporter and he's like, just fucking post it, Kelly. And I was <laughs> absolutely not. I was like, I'm trying to be like, you know, this strong, independent woman. Yeah. It but I also feel that showing vulnerability is a massive strength as well. So I yeah. think a lot of people get so caught up trying to be up here and almost like, not necessarily be untouchable but like they that that person can't be penetrated yeah but actually we're all human at the end of the day so what people see at work to what you're like to when you go home and how you process and digest stuff that's where like your human element comes out yeah so I did post it funny enough and good amount of people that reached out following on from that and were like I can't believe you're like that I had one gentleman who I've known a long time and he said oh I get a bit funny in certain situations and we was going to a networking event a few weeks later and he said I don't like turning up on my own can we meet in the car park and going together I was like yeah absolutely fine but I was like I would never have known you were like you know don't like turning up on your own I was like you're a multi-million pound business owner and he was like yeah honestly Kelly you're like I hate it and I was like that's absolutely fine like we'll go together not a problem at all um and yeah a lot of people actually really respected that 
and a lot we you know I joke about it even more now I'm like oh yeah me and my my redneck like one of my friends <laughs> me and the me rash <laughs> yeah one of my friends calls me turkey neck I've even got a turkey <laughs> by my name like the emoji I'm like seriously but you just caught, kind of own it and that uh, you know people really respect that by just you know just being human because yeah. you know everybody's got thoughts feelings and emotions and all of the rest of it I think it's probably similar to me I think people probably think that I don't get affected by stuff do you know what I mean but actually I do I just think I've learned to my mum's always taught me to pick and choose my battles so if it's something that I feel really really passionate about then yeah I kind of get like a bit funny about it but I try not to let too much phase me I'm just trying to think what like what do I get I think I would probably be the same I hate going to events on my own I get really sounds strange I get like really weird at networking like I just become like too much if that makes sense I just talk shit basically <laughs> I went to something the other day and this guy next to me I, I think he actually thought who, who or what is this like what is happening right here and I'm like yeah hi like hands flying around he was like hmm okay and then it sort of got to a point I was like yeah I'm just I'm just gonna go over here now because I kind of sensed that they thought I was a bit crazy but that's because I'm really anxious and it's like yeah. I can't be in the middle I'm either really quiet and sit in the corner and leave me alone or I'm quite like out there over the top because I'm trying to overcompensate for the fact that I'm having like an internal breakdown yeah. I know what you mean it is hard it is hard and when you're in situations you feel uncomfortable I think it's like 10 times worse yeah so what what's it like for you obviously I know you go out on on site and stuff like that and I know you've probably got like a lot of you know construction workers around you what's that what's like a day in the life for you what does that look like so it could well it's really really mixed recruitment no two days are the same so like today I'm in the office all day um doing like the boring stuff I would say I feel very trapped when I'm in the office (laughs) um yeah I'll get a bit cabin feverish so yeah for me office days aren't as fun um but most of the time I'm trying out on site, so it's meeting new clients, existing clients, making sure our guys on site are all right, mm. having a catch up with them, and just sort of, you know, getting involved and understanding what projects we're involved with. Because obviously mm. when we recruit for sites, there's such a different dynamic in terms of, you yeah. know, what project it is, who's building it, um, who the site manager is, you know, even down to personality. So it's really sort of immersing yourself in those projects to understand how I can support them and find them the right people to deliver these projects um but for me I think a lot of people are pretty supportive you know I think it does help I've been a constant in their life Mm. for a long time so if you know you say you've seen me on social media a lot of people have seen me I've been on you know site meetings they're like oh we've never met but I've seen you on social media um I'm like oh great that's working then did you want my autograph now or later (laughs) (laughs) which is good it's an icebreaker straight away because when you cold call in a site sometimes you you can get sort of an abrasive site manager yeah he hasn't got time doesn't want to talk to you of course but when they've got that common ground they can say oh yeah I've seen you at whatever um you've instantly got something to talk about great branding yeah exactly and that is you know it then shows that our reach is really good and people Mm. are up on on who we are um but you do also get the challenges you know I had a guy a few weeks ago I was on site met the site manager was then leaving driving out of the car park there was a pedestrian walkway across the exit road 
three guys walking across uh, the pedestrian walkway. One of them was so interested in staring at me, he fell over. Because he was too busy, like, <laughs> I was like, and you just think, really, mate, have you never seen a female before? Like, it's, not do you know what? It's crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, and I think as well, it sounds daft, but in terms of what you wear as well, like, oh, you know, I this year invested in high-vis jumpers. And mm. I know it sounds daft, but going from a vest to a jumper, um, when I went into Tesco's, took a stop for like a wee or, you know, get a sandwich, people just look at you like you're a freak. Because I, and I was like, I've never been looked at when I've had a vest on, but because you know, I was in a full high vis jumper, people are like, and you think, what? I've just it's like to people, it's foreign that women mm-hmm. can be in any capacity part of the construction industry. It's yeah, like it's they can't wrap their heads around it, but then there'll be the same people that say, we need more females in this industry. But then when they see them, they're like, oh, is this real life? I don't, I don't know. Even when I went into screw fix for some of funny last end of last year, lost a bit of weight, so I needed to buy some new high vis trousers. Yeah, yeah. And I went into screw fix and he just looked at me. I was like, Have you got any small high vis trousers? And he's like, We can order them in. I was like, No, I need them now. Like, mine don't fit. And he's like, um, I'll have to, uh, <laughs> hello. You know, when you talk to slap someone, I was like, Just see if you've got some high vis trousers, mate. So I was eight. Do you know They're for I mean? me. Need them now. If you can't, just tell me. See you later. Yeah. Honestly, it was like, well, uh, I was like, oh, God. And what are the workers like on site with you? Obviously, like when you do site visits, so there'll be people that you place on sites, but then there'll be other people that, you know, work for that contract or if they come, they've come from somewhere else. What's your treatment like, I suppose, when you first started compared to what, what, what it's like now? Have you seen a, a difference or like a shift in that? Yeah, I think years ago, and I, I haven't been doing this for decades, but I've done it a fair You don't while. be cold enough, legit, yeah. you don't. There's a few greys in there. Um, <laughs> you do, people instantly sort of back in the day would be like, oh, what do you know? Especially when I started, I was only 17. So people instantly thought, well, you're young, you're female. What, what do you know about our industry? Yeah. Um, I think that has diminished because more women are coming into our industry. So it's mm-hmm. not the norm, but you're more more seen as a female whereas years ago nobody female wise was ever seen on you're probably becoming a bit more familiar to them as well so where it where it's happening over time they're becoming more accustomed to it yeah oh kelly's there um and i think as well like i've always wanted to show i know what i'm talking about because i think as soon as you start talking in their lingo they think, oh, she does know what she's on about. Where you know, whenever we start talking about, I don't know, first and second fixed carpentry, or I'm mm. unreal weather, you know, you start talking technical stuff. They then go, oh, she didn't just go in. Oh yeah, I just need a carpenter. Oh, what are you doing? And you just look yeah. Around. It's when you start sort of talking about machines and tickets and using their terms, they then think, oh yeah, she does know what she's on about. Then actually, just someone that's sort of blagging their way through and you know winging it it's almost like they test you before they want to want to give you respect like I've I've had the same here what I know now I don't know as much I didn't know as much back when I started versus what I know now but even having conversations with people it's like 95% of people will just sit and almost like give me the respect straight off the bat but then you'll get some people that just refuse to talk to me categorically like no you're not Kyle not interested okay fine 
it's not a problem but you're gonna have to come back around and talk to me and how stupid are you gonna feel so I don't I don't think that the ignorance should be like straight off the bat if you're just that kind of person anyway then that's fine that's not an issue but like I've walked onto site I've had conversations with people it's gone from very hostile to very friendly and equally very friendly to very hostile just depending on on what's going on but as you said the minute you start using their terminology and speak how they would understand it's like all right okay yeah well we'll give you a chance now come on carry on and see rather than walking on and I suppose as well it's how you carry yourself like if they know that you're an easy target they're coming after you whereas if you kind of go in head up shoulders back and almost let them know from the get-go like don't try me they they deal with you differently it's just strange like I just and it's not necessarily just men you get some women like that as well and personally I find women to be worse (laughs) honestly they're not as friendly as probably what they should do maybe because they've had a bit of a rough ride I don't know but it's that whole like embracing at the end of the day if we're all trying to make a difference and you know the way the world is at the moment women can can do anything that they want you know I'm like I've I come from a big family or my brothers are trades I'm not necessarily a trade but I've been here six years so I've been on site first fixing second fixing you know doing all sorts with the boys you know what I mean so I'm just as good as everybody else absolutely like I said I think women are probably worse but I think it's you're always on the back foot is what I found like you Mm. know if we're pitching for a customer you've got a bloke and me pitching against each other he's already ahead of me just because of how he is like presented in terms of his gender yeah um frustrates me so you've almost got to play catch up to be on level par with him before you've even started um but for me I like the challenge if you know someone sort of sits there and goes oh what do you know about construction I'm like well well let me tell you (laughs) exactly so yeah for me I think I enjoy that bit I thrive off that bit I like having that upper hand where sometimes people don't realize that you are a force to be reckoned with and then they think oh she's just you know an agency rep what does she know Mm. and you go actually I'll stop you right now and this is what I do know um and I think that's really important for me but people aren't as resilient as that people would go onto a site and feel like they're even eating alive and never want to go back on do you know what I mean and that's really tough yeah and I think that's probably why some women don't want to be in construction and in fairness if they know themselves not everybody's cut out for it and I think that we all need to acknowledge that like as much as I'd like to see more women in the industry I also don't want to see multiple women on the verge of a breakdown because they've been wolf whistled or called darling or someone shouted oi across a site or something like that do you know what I mean it's just I think it's just the culture that construction is and it has been like that for a very very long time it's certainly changing but when you've been in, in in an industry so long, it's very hard to come away from that, right? But then, as I said, just let people know that they can't deal with you like that. And if that's the case, then usually people take it on board and keep it moving. Yeah, but then sometimes, you know, I don't. It's uh, some stuff like that don't bother me. All right, love. Yeah, I'm fine, mate. How are you? Like, oh, you know, doesn't. Do not- I'm not bothered in the slightest. Like I've I've been raised around men my whole life. I've seven brothers, so it's nothing it's not no obviously like they don't talk to me like that but the way in which they've very male dominated (laughs) this is why like to me it's not foreign do you know what I mean and I can understand for some people this like they can't speak to women like that and they can't do 
yeah, I get that, but you can't necessarily change everything in the space of 24 hours. You just have to roll with it. And as I said, pick and choose your battles. And if you really want to go to war over somebody saying oi to you, then, hey, great. I'm glad that you've got the time because I don't. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> don't bother me. Who would you say, Kelly, like in your in your working career, who's been like a big influence for you or influences, if you like, what, where, who's, I suppose, who's parted knowledge that you've just thought, right, okay, this is where I am. This is who I am. Who have you looked at and thought, I want to be just like you? Who? Such a tricky question. Cause I wouldn't ever say that there's like that pivotal moment of, do you not all one person? Yeah, yeah. I'm a strong believer of, meeting as many people as you can and I think there's you can learn so much from so many people male female whatever Mm. um and for me I think just surrounding yourself with different generations different people different backgrounds different trades you can just pull and don't get me wrong I've met some people and I think I definitely do not want to be like you (laughs) like from the opposite side you learn from those people and think I don't like how you work or how you manage people whatever it might be but I think you can just take from everyone a little bit and just you know pull it to make you who you are um I don't get me wrong there's people that you look up to and think oh wow like Karen Brady she's an absolutely phenomenal like what she did with the football club when she was really young and her story and how she was sort of subject to being stereotyped as the footballer's wife and all that kind of stuff Mm. I sort of look at think fair play but I wouldn't necessarily say I want to be like you I think we've all got to be very authentic to our own individual selves but I think everyone I've met along my journey has all contributed to what creates me and you know my DNA if that makes sense I love it yeah no I like it because a lot of people will try and pin down one or two people which is fine because some you know some people have like that one person that has just been everything in their career but I think also take the positives and negatives from people you don't necessarily want to look at everybody and think I want to be just like you sometimes I look at people and I think oh my gosh if I ever behaved like that just shoot (laughs) literally shoot me now because that that's you see what you don't like as well so you take away the things that you don't like and also the things that that you do like too um I think upbringing sort of quite influential like I talk about it quite a lot in terms of from a young age schools and how like you're brought up by your parents and things I was quite fortunate my parents well I say fortunate depends how you look at it my mum and dad had a business so they I was around what a business entailed what running a business looked like from a young age yeah so for me when I started my own business a lot of it I'd seen I'd seen the shitty bits of business because I think we're all you know especially with social media we're all subject to thinking everyone lives this great life and has nice things and all that sort of stuff and that's how social media is portraying life um but I actually saw the reality of a business yeah um which then makes you sort of a more rounded person when I you know I said right let's do it I knew the shit bits as well as the good bits yeah um so I'd also say that like influence from a young age from, you know, nature, nurture, that kind of. Yeah. That thing. 
I was lucky my mum and dad sort of drilled into me the importance of you've got to earn your own money like it's not going to be given on a plate like they never gave me pocket money I had to go and you know work, work with them for their business of a weekend whether it's yeah. just you know going and helping or being the fetcher as such you know they made me learn the importance of money and actually you had to go and graph for it it wasn't a lot of my friends at school you could see that their mum and dad gave them pocket money each week and yeah you know now I look back and think mm. at the time I thought god my mum and dad are so bloody strict but <laughs> I look back and think, my mum's so stingy <laughs> yeah literally like my mate's going oh yeah my mum just gave me 20 quid for doing nothing I'm like all right well I'll just earn a tenner and I had to go out all day and slog my tits <laughs> off them. like how's that fair but you look back now and I think that then taught me it wasn't going to be given to you on a plate. You have yeah. to get off your arse graph yeah. for it. So I think there is a massive thing about how you're brought up, the education system. Um, I think they've got a lot to answer to in terms of girls coming into our industry. You know, I, my brother-in-law, he's a he doesn't realise his actions. So we've got I've got a niece and a nephew. My niece went to play with my nephew's building blocks the other day. He was like, no, you need to be playing with your Barbies. And I was like, she doesn't. She's no. playing with what she likes. Really? Even though she's very, yeah. Like, and I said, why? Oh, no, Barbies are for girls. And I was like, no, it's not. I was like, and it's things like that. It might seem really minuscule, but that's now in our brand. But that's so actually quite a big thing as well. She'll, she'll associate anything that's not like pink and frilly with, with a a, a male toy but like yeah. just going back to what you were saying about like growing up and your parents instilling things into you now I had the same and it's funny you should mention what you just mentioned so me and my little brother had a whole conversation last night about like a generation as well so when we were growing up whilst there was loads of us we all got the same treatment and it was very much if you want something get it I personally was grounded probably for about four years of my life, every half term, every summer holiday. I was an absolute nightmare. So I was trying to do all the things from painting a coal cellar to getting weeds out of the garden, probably more to, to bargain for my freedom than actually for money. But it was, you know, I was just, yeah, yeah. There was, my mum would always say, OK, well, if you want this, do this, um, you know, if you, if you want something, go and get it. So my mum's had 10 kids. She's worked her whole life and she has no mortgage. She's bought her whole house on her own. That to me is absolutely incredible because I just think like who now would be able to do that? She's done oh all of that God. and that she's quite like not unsympathetic, but very, well, what have you done enough to get what you want? Have you done enough to get to where you need to be? And if you haven't, sort yourself out and get it basically because she's like I'm not going to give it to you and we've had that ever since we were younger and even down to you know I would wrestle with my brother so on a Saturday morning 10 a.m on Sky One <laughs> we would be getting WWE down in the living room someone's getting a clothesline so you know people's elbows flying around and I'm their little sister and it was always welcomed. It was like, my mum was like, just let kids be kids, basically. It was never a case of boys, girls, this, that and the other. Obviously, the only thing she said is like, when it's hot, you can't take your top off. That's like where she draws the line. And I get that. That's OK. Um, but I just think now, just little things like what you said about your, your brother-in-law and stuff, that to me is super, super dated. I just think like, take all of that out of it. Just let kids be kids. If they're interested in something, encourage them pursue them it might change next week it might change in two years time like 
how long did it take us to figure stuff out? How long did it take us to like, I like this, I don't like that, I want to do this and I don't want to do that? Let kids have the same thing, man. Let them live. Yeah, no, I agree. Then I sort of called him up on it and it went down like a lead balloon. But I was Ooh. like, you know. <laughs> what, well, I suppose one final question for you. If you could part with like any advice or any knowledge to a female that wanted to to do what you do or get into the industry that you're in what what would you what would you say to them I think we as ladies focus on the negatives all the time and find reasons why we shouldn't do something so I think it's being on focusing on the positive and having a bit of courage to go actually do you know what I really want to do x and I'm going to go and do it and unfortunately you will have haters and people that doubt you and Mm. people that criticize and judge and whatever but you've just got to channel you and if that's you know your passion and what you want to do then go for it and you know if people can't support them then they don't deserve to be in your lane like let them drift by the wayside whilst you're going out ahead and smashing it but just having a little bit of courage to just take that first step and, you know, and I'm not going to sit and go, everyone will be your best mate because they won't. But having that courage to just go, people might not agree with my decision and my career choice and whatever, but it's what I want to do. And I'm passionate about it. For me, that's what I want to, you know, go and sort of seek after. Then just go for it. I suppose it's that authenticity, isn't it? Like, if that's what you want to do, just stay true to yourself. and. Yeah. People are quick to judge and people are quick to have an opinion. And most of the time it's negative. So the sooner you focus on, like, let's be honest, if someone, if I'm in a room full of people and one person makes a comment that's negative and 49 make, oh, my God, you're amazing. I'll focus on the one negative. Yeah, negative. Positive. I'll focus on the one negative. And you think, why do we do that to ourselves? Mm. So it's what I'm trying to sort of focus my head on is, using that one to to spy me and fuel me on and and feed that fire in my belly to go oh, I'm going to prove you wrong because I don't like you <laughs> I'm coming after <laughs> you over there yeah. and I'm going to focus on the 49 other people that want you to do well and are feeling yeah. inspired and all the good things and actually just trying to just flick that one off out of your brain I like it I think that's that's such a good outlook because I, I know I focus on negative things. Like I say to people, oh, it doesn't bother me. It fucking bothers me. Of course it does. Because I just think like if you know yourself and then somebody who doesn't really know you, as you say, passing judgment and saying something that's completely against who you are and what you stand for, that's going to piss me off and that's going to stay with me. So naturally, as you say, you'll turn it around and be like, do you know what? Whatever you think, you're wrong. And I'm going to show you why you're wrong. Yeah. And I'll then probably tell there and then post it on LinkedIn going hi yeah. <laughs> you're on I might do that today tomorrow you know just watch this face I'm going to tag you in it and say, this one's for you do it. do it you need to do it that's your challenge that's your call to action I love how I'm telling you on your own podcast yes yeah. I'm here for it though guide me guide me <laughs> brilliant no like I say I think we're all guilty of focusing on the negative like even you know when I do awards and stuff we all focus on the win that we've missed the point of you've actually made the shortlist. You're actually sat in that room of the final, I don't know, five, 10, whatever it might yeah. be for that category. And we all go, oh, I didn't win. And you get disheartened 
because you didn't win but actually when you take a step back like and I've been guilty for it I'm like I didn't win I'm really pissed off like what have I not done that someone else has done what can I do better and actually when you look back and you think oh they've had I don't know 200 entries but I'm in that final five you miss that bit yeah you miss it and you focus oh I didn't win yeah I didn't win no but I got to that stage and I should be really proud of that I think a lot of people should really also sort reflect on their journey from what they were to where they are and everything that they've overcome as well so I know some people get really down like you know fuck this fuck that why am I running a business what am I doing I'm going to jack it all in but if you just take time to reflect and look at everything that you've achieved everything that you've overcome what you were to who you are I think it puts a lot into perspective it's not all about like being at the top of the tree and being the best of the best because you know more money more problems more more greatness more bullshit sort of thing and that's you know I'm just trying to have an easy life I'm trying to be great but I'm also just really trying to have an easy life and I think also a lot of people need to be a bit kinder to themselves probably women more so as you said we I think we get so caught up in the negativity you lose yourself in that and then you start to become negative about everything and then you're getting out of character and that's not that's not where we need to be so whether it you know be a a man or a woman that's in your support system I think always just constantly remind your your good people how good they are just so they don't fall by the wayside yeah exactly and I think if you set yourself up with a positive mindset I think you'll then have a better outlook on stuff like if you mm. think oh today I'm really shit I'm tired or whatever it might be you think oh and everything then is a chore whereas if you think actually yeah. today's you know it's going to be tough because I'm tired but I'm going to do x y and z and I'm going to you know recruit for this client of ours yeah or find this chat dream job or I'm going to inspire a lady to come into construction and you focus on them positives that you do it actually then makes the day a lot better but I think if you wake up and you've got a negative mindset the day will be naff yeah definitely definitely thank you so much for coming on it's been amazing speaking to you um and what I'm going to do again give me a little while and I'm going to try and get a big panel of us together so we can all sit down and just chop it up talk about different things and hopefully try and change the world if not just have a small influence somewhere along the line I'll I'll take that I'll take that (laughs) 